might have been able to gather from our gospel passage. The image of the Good Shepherd is one of the most ancient and one of the most favored by Christians. Images over Christian tombs in the catacombs of Rome show Christ with a lamb over his shoulders leading other sheep to their rest. The Apostle John tells us in Revelation that the Good Shepherd will wipe away every tear from our eyes and that he'll lead us to springs of life-giving water. The Gospel, very short Gospel, relates that the Good Shepherd will give us eternal life so that we will not die forever and guarantees that we cannot be snatched out of his hand. With these comforting images in mind, it comes as no surprise that the image of the Good Shepherd is still a favorite among Christians today, but there is a countercurrent of thought, one that highlights another important aspect of this cherished image of the Good Shepherd. One theologian comments that our gospel passage is a familiar one, though not a favorite. Let us be frank. The comparison of the faithful to a herd of sheep is embarrassing, he said. Another elaborates, the image is attractive, though it's not particularly flattering to humanity. If Jesus is our shepherd, it means that all of us are sheep, and sheep are notoriously stupid animals that have a penchant for getting into trouble. While calling humans so many sheep may be an expression of the wry humor that Jesus often uses in his teaching, the image of the Good Shepherd conveys a profound truth about what it means to be human. That truth, one that we often find it, if we're honest, pretty hard to accept, is that we don't just want or tolerate a good shepherd. We need him. We need a divine shepherd to bring us to the fullness of, of who we are. We're creatures who are on the way, not yet fully created, longing, longing for our true fulfillment. There's no way we can find that fulfillment on our own by using our own resources. Either God completes the job and leads us home, or we end our lives as miserable failures at the deepest level of our being. Quite a pair. Pick your favorite. The truth of our dependence and our neediness is one that we experience this weekend not only as we see the image of the Good Shepherd, but also as we celebrate Mother's Day. Of course, children are dependent on their mothers. They need their mothers. And good mothers, like good shepherds, take care of those needs. But as most mothers will tell you quickly, the experience of motherhood does not only reveal the needs of children. Motherhood 
also reveals the needs of mothers. How many mothers caring for their children have had a moment when they were at their wit's end? They finally got the baby to sleep and they lay down in their bed and they're just about to fall asleep themselves when wah, wah starts again and oh, why, why? How many wide-eyed mothers have watched a precious family heirloom break when it's hit by a football or have seen mud tracked over the carpet when they just returned the rug doctor? Or how many mothers have had a child reveal at the last minute that they need snacks for their entire class by tomorrow morning? When I was a kid, I was, uh, I was a little bit more OCD than I am now. Uh, public school has a way of kind of knocking that out of you. But as a toddler, I'm told that I would scream if I saw a hair in the bathtub which I'm sure made bath time so much fun for my mom, you know. Uh, I'm told that if I had a crease in my sock inside my shoe, I would pitch a fit until my mom would come over and take my shoe off and straighten my sock and get it right again. I, I was kind of high maintenance, a little bit needy. Uh, and I'm sure that people looked at my mother alone with me and my younger brother in the store and thought, I don't know how she does it. How does she put up with that monster? How does she handle it all on her own? But the truth is that on their own, mothers can't handle it all. And in the moment of near breakdown, Mothers reveal to us one of the most fundamental truths of being human. We, all of us, need. We need. We are needy for God. Just as a child with its messiness and foibles is dependent upon its mother, so are all mothers and fathers and people with their messiness and foibles dependent upon Christ, the Good Shepherd. And if we're honest about our neediness, if we really let it sink in that I can't, cannot do this on my own, I'm dependent if I'm going to get there. If I'm going to get there, I'm doing it with a lot of help. If we're honest about that, it's a little uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for us to have to depend upon another, to, to find ourselves in need of someone else, not being able to do it. This is why the theologians that I quoted earlier said that being compared to sheep sometimes feels embarrassing. But let's be reassured. It's not actually embarrassing to need God any more than it's embarrassing for a small child to need its mother. 
Imagine you see, you see a small child with a scraped and bleeding elbow running to its mother in tears. Do you feel embarrassed for that kid? Do you laugh at him and point and say, what a loser, that kid needs his mom. Your silence makes me think that maybe that's what you would do. No, don't do that, that's terrible. That's terrible, because it's part of the nature of childhood to need a mom. And it's part of the nature of personhood to need a good shepherd. As one writer reflected, the human need for a shepherd is not just for those who are in difficult circumstances or those who just can't seem to handle life's challenges. Every human who has ever lived shares the same need, including the most intelligent, the most decisive, the most confident, and the most accomplished. It's sometimes been foolishly said that only weak people need God, as if the Christian faith were nothing more than an elaborate coping mechanism for the specially needy. God is very good to the specially needy, and he seems to have a particular love for them. But in this matter of shepherd and sheep, of, of bringing individual lives to their proper conclusion, every one of us, and that means you, were deeply, desperately needy. This is a fact that we too often ignore, or pretend like we kind of grew out of it, or distract ourselves from, or medicate and numb ourselves to. If I can feel strong enough, maybe I can forget that I can't do life without God. Think about that for a minute. How often do you actually actively think about the fact that you need God, need him? Apart from you know, a pious thought kind of associated at the end of the rosary. When you're meal planning for the week, do you remember that you need God? When you're driving late to work, do you remember that your life doesn't make any sense without God? When you're sitting across a desk or a table speaking to another, maybe a, a client or a spouse or a friend, do you think about how both of you are, are dependent upon God and his love for you? Do you think about what you'll both experience one day if you live like you actually need him. Live into that need, admitting that need, asking for it. Do you? You should. <laughs> if you don't, do. Allow him that opportunity. Allow him that title and that role. Allow him to shepherd you in your need. And I promise you, he will lead you to where you need to go. He is the good shepherd after all. 
shepherding with a goodness that the first Christians surrendered to and honored by painting those images in the catacombs because they knew they needed and they learned to be okay with it. May we also know that need and be joined with the humble flock that the brave shepherd, as the opening prayer said, joined to that flock that the good shepherd has led before us. Live like you need, and God will deliver. Amen.